Hello and welcome to a special edition of Planet Waves TV and Starcast FM. My name is Eric Francis Coppolino, your astrologer for the next 5 to 10 minutes here with a short update about Mercury stationing direct tonight, the 1st of January, that's what month it is, 2024. Pardon me, I am juggling recording in both audio and video. I don't usually do that, but I'm trying to be a little more expressive in video format and also uh, record the audio separately, which I probably don't have to do, but I'm doing it anyway. And welcome to the first presentation of 2024. Thank you for joining me. So uh, tonight, uh, Mercury Station's direct at 10.07 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, it has been retrograde as, as it usually or always is for about 22 days. Uh, retrograde Mercury is when Mercury passes between the Earth and the Sun. So when Mercury's retrograde, Mercury is close to the Earth. Uh, it is a great big magnet. I think that uh, among the, uh, th th the the instances where astrology may actually be about an influence of some kind rather than mere divination, not mere, but divination or scrying, one uh, example of a direct effect may be Mercury retrograde. And the, and the reason for that is because uh, a gigantic magnet is passing between the Earth and the Sun, and the Sun's rays are picking it up, and the magnet is right there, right close. And while I don't think this has much of an effect on technological devices per se, even though it sometimes seems to, uh, most of what Mercury retrograde is affecting is the mind, uh, the way that you do something, and the uh, the way you think about things, the, the way that you uh, approach situations, uh, your patience level, your your judgment level. Uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, today I had a disk drive semi fail, fa fairly brand new. I don't have an example of it. One of those little tiny uh, solid state drives, four terabyte. I've just spent uh, the last couple of weeks backing up all of my twenty. 23 photos onto this thing today I noticed that it was mounting but it would not was not uh, letting me write to it and I got the Apple warning that uh, this this, uh, this this cannot be repaired by Apple OS what was going on well I just happened to unplug it yesterday without unmounting it in an orderly fashion that was me, not the disc, but it looked like something was wrong with this disc. It's currently downstairs in the Planet Waves office backing up. And so one of the things I've noticed over and over again about Mercury retrograde is that it, it affects our judgment or seems to affect our judgment. And if it's not directly affecting our judgment, then there's something about uh, one's patience level that can be different. So uh, I, I don't think that uh, Mercury retrograde is proof positive of astrology, but it's certainly one of those things from which we can draw some inferences, and symbolically, it works out, and um, and and it's just interesting. And there does seem to be some kind of effect. Uh, I, I have been working on 
the somewhere in between readings now for about five or six weeks. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, finishing the eighth reading tonight. That would be the Sagittarius reading. And then I've only got four left to go. They're, they're drafted. Uh, they're, you know, the, the last four, I have uh, 2,000 word drafts of, of those. But what I'm noticing, uh, and and by the way, by this time last year, I was done with all the writing and all of the um, all of the all of the uh, recorded readings. So uh, the whole the whole project is going to be running about two weeks behind where last year was. But uh, in any event, because we're going to release them separately. But in uh, in in any event, uh, writing during the Mercury retrograde really has felt a rather Sisyphusian, right, like pushing something uphill. And also, I because I gave myself a little bit of extra time because Mercury was retrograde, I gave myself an extra week, uh, eight days, just to make sure uh, that I had some extra time. Uh, so I, I, I worked in a, an approach I've wanted to do for a long time, which is to write a solid draft of each piece and then come back to it. And one thing that I'm noticing is most of the time when I come back to the draft, I scrap a large chunk of it, if not most of it, and basically kind of start start over again. Uh, but as as those of you who are musicians, songwriters, writers of any kind, and make various things know that you often have to do things a couple of times uh, to uh, to to get them right. But I'm noticing the the amount of copy. Uh, that I am uh, that I'm scrapping. All right, let's just take a very brief look at the Mercury retrograde chart, and then I will move on. Uh, one of my, uh, and by the way, one of my favorite elements of Mercury retrograde, particularly the stationing direct phase, is that Mer- when when Mercury stations direct, what I've often seen is that there can be some uh, experience of the truth coming out, something revealed. That was hiding, and now whether this is um, a mental effect, physical effect, I'm not sure. But uh, it it does seem to happen that there's like this perk of uh, reality that that comes out right around the time of Mercury stationing direct. I, I notice this because, uh, as well as being an astrologer, I'm an investigative reporter, and that means that a lot of times during Mercury retrograde, I have an investigation pending, and the investigation can sometimes take a take a step forward uh, at the time of, of the station direct. And, and one thing I've learned is to work with Mercury retrograde in that way and to kind of lean into it and, uh, you, you know, take advantage of the fact that I'm, I'm at least expecting this to happen. Of course, at the moment, it does seem to be happening uh, uh, vis-a-vis one long-standing six-year-old investigation that is now suddenly uh, s- suddenly sprung up new life, and um, I am uh, going after certain elusive perpetrators of uh, some uh, uh, unethical acts. Okay, so uh, taking a brief look at this chart, and uh, I'm looking right down on, on my screen, so I'm going to look down a bit for, for doing this. Uh, in Here in New York, where, where I am, at the time of Mercury stationing direct at 10.07 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, Virgo's rising, and the moon's in Virgo. Uh, and the moon is uh, working its way into a square aspect to retrograde Mercury. Watch those moon-Mercury squares because they can create some tension between that which is intuitive and that which is uh, 
rational or or logical. The thing is that uh, Mercury stationing direct in Sagittarius, close to the galactic center, and so that's that leans toward intuitive, and it also is a reminder. Uh, whenever anything is around the galactic center, it's a reminder to remember the insights and the breakthroughs that you have because the galactic center tends to offer or arrive with break uh, revelations, like personal inner revelations, like you figure something out that you've been uh, wondering about or you, you, know, you finally come up with the title to that thing or something like that, but no, no sooner than you thought of it, uh, can you forget it if if you don't write it down? And then you might think, oh, I'll remember that again. And what I have found is, well, uh, no, not exactly. And and that that process generally is why I tend to keep a lot of um, these uh, ordinary white white pads and uh, e either a uh, mechanical pencil. Here, I'll show you. I put I put a lot of photos of my pencils in Planet Waves. So I'm like, I you know I'm not uh, strictly a pencil worshipper, but this this or or this or this, and I take it to bed. So if I write if I you know if I come up with something, I, I write it down because uh, for me ideas are are the way that I not only uh, make my living but they're the way that I have my fun. Now speaking of Mercury stationing direct on the galactic center, the entire zone between the great attractor that's a deep space point and the galactic center that's kind of the most local deep space point right at the center of our galaxy a mere 25,000 light years away whereas the great attractor is like 380 megaparsecs away that's like star trek distance um well closer uh a lot is going on in sagittarius and a lot is clustered around the deep space points, the great attractor, and the galactic center. For example, Ceres sitting right on the galactic center, perhaps magnifying some matter of um, a spiritual approach to dealing with loss, grief, and sadness, and also uh, some information coming through about your relationship to food. That's a very serious thing. Mercury uh, next, sitting on uh, very close to the uh, galactic center at uh, 2211 Sag. So that, again, is this kind of condenser of ideas, uh, spiritual approaches. Uh, there's fair, I think, at least I'm noticing a fair amount of spiritual talk going around. Mercury and Sagittarius, big ideas. Mercury and Sagittarius on the galactic center, even bigger ideas. Followed by Mars, which has been right exactly conjunct the galactic center all, all through New Year's. Uh, and, and that too, in, in my experience and, and what I'm observing now, is there's something of a, a, a breakthrough, a revelation uh, going on there. Uh, the galactic center is a very influential homing device uh, located kind of inside the middle of our pinwheel galaxy, all called a barred spiral galaxy, kind of shaped like a pinwheel. Uh, rather beautiful thing, and uh, the energy is very concentrated at the core. Uh, I don't think you'd need to go m m that close to the core uh, that f for the stars to be so concentrated that it would be uh, as, as as light at night as it is during the day. Uh, but I reckon when you uh, when you get very close to the core. Uh, that uh, daytime may be less light than nighttime because there are going to be so many stars 
in the sky uh, at nighttime. Uh, so that's what's going on in Sag. Uh, I'm looking at uh, Pluto at the, in the very last degree of Capricorn. Uh, this is uh, kind of warming up to uh, Pluto entering Aquarius on January the 20th. That's coming right up for the big ingress of Pluto into Capricorn. Uh, and well, curious how your weekend was. The sun has been conjunct Folus, a centaur planet, all weekend. Uh, how did you how did you respond uh, to that influence, that energy? I've been talking uh, a lot about it. That has this kind of sensation of um, a a uh, sudden release from something. Uh, so, sudden somehow something that was previously contained getting out. Um, let's see. One one last thing. Uh, Mercury is moving into a square to Neptune. Now that'll be a little bit later in the week, but basically, uh, the Mer Mercury station direct is happening in a ninety degree angle to Neptune. Mercury square Neptune. So this is a reminder uh, to be honest with yourself and to uh, check the veracity of what others are saying. Uh, on on this whole thing about truth and uh, this is like a big issue these days and people are very shaken up and their trust is shaken by what happened in, in 2020 and all the deceptions connected with that. Then what happened in 2021 and all the deceptions <clears throat> and the denial associated with that, there's not a lot of trust to go around and people are generally spreading their distrust externally rather than doing the thing I think we really need to do the most, which is check whether the words coming out of our mouth are sincere, whether we really mean the things we say, and have you verified whether what you're saying and what you believe is true. Where there's fraud, there's two parts to fraud. One part to fraud is the people who perpetuate it. The other part is the people who believe it. Uh, however, skepticism is not a substitute for curiosity and being suspicious and doubtful all the time. That's not a substitute for curiosity. And so uh, I, I would uh, recommend keeping your curiosity with you and making sure that you know when you don't know. How do you know when you don't know? That's, that's a tricky philosophical question. Well, one way you know when you don't know is that you spend a lot of time asking yourself, how you know. How do you know something? And when you start to account for how you know what you think you know, you'll start to get clues for how to know when you don't know. So I, I have, I've been working on this one uh, for a long time uh, because in, in uh, ch chapter one of uh, my, uh, one of my many books in progress, investigative reporting book called um, Halfway to Enlightenment, uh, Halfway to Enlightenment, A Guide to Investigative Reporting in Life. Chapter one of that book is titled, Know When You Don't Know. So I've been pondering this for a long time. How do you know when you don't know? How, 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 you, it's very hard to, to explain that to someone. Uh, and finally, uh, after like thinking about this uh, quite, a, quite a bit for some years, it occurred to me, ah, maybe you have to take it from the other end. How do you know that you know? How do you know when you know? This is all a branch of, of philosophy called epistemology. So this is the epistemology Mercury Station Direct taking place on January 1st, 2024. Welcome to a new year, Year of the Dragon, coming right up.
Thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to click on somewhere in between the 2024 annual readings, um, which I anticipate I will uh, be be deep in for a couple of more weeks. But the, the written ones are coming. Uh, this is what the charts look like. I first I, I draw these kind of charts uh, that, ha that, are, that are more uh, sophisticated. I, I actually add more planets. These I just did this morning in the diner where it was too noisy to make this uh, this this video uh they they usually look more like this i add about 15 extra planets uh to that and then and then uh, then I, I i work uh to make the reading simple and comprehensible that is journalism the reason why as uh, my colleague dale o'brien said once in in uh my senior colleague Chiron pioneer Dale O'Brien once said, ah, well, this is a really good invention, this fusion of astrology and journalism, because journalism's job is to explain things. And as a journalist, I'm trained to use expository writing and explain things in simple terms, not for an expert. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.